0: Welcome to your favorite podcast known unknowns. I'm Carly.
1: I'm Harry. And howdy, folks. Howdy. <laughs>
0: it's it's Monday.
1: Happy Monday.
0: Happy Monday. As if. What?
1: I don't know. Okay. It's Monday. Everyone hates Mondays.
0: Yeah. Got any updates?
1: I don't know. Um, I don't I haven't really been keeping up with the news.
0: Me either. It kind of just depresses me and <laughs> I haven't, yeah, I haven't been keeping up with the news, really.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I've been seeing a lot of people, for some reason, the last, like, couple weeks, I've been noticing a lot of people online talking about uh, the Las Vegas shooting and, like, uh people, like, th- theories about, like, Stephen Paddock's motive and stuff around Isn't that. Do
0: you know what you're talking about today?
1: No. I'm talking about something else. Oh. Because, I, I don't know. Because I thought about, like, talking about that, but I feel the I, the more I looked into it, it seemed like the most likely, like, motive and, I don't know, story about it is not very interesting. Just, yeah. like, he was, like, a rich guy into, like, I don't know, some psycho shit just being... I don't know. He was super into like gambling. His brother was like the same month as the shooting. His brother was arrested for like possessing child pornography and stuff. So I I think that he was just like a rich guy who like was looking for thrills in his life and was like just getting more and more depressed. I don't know. He like felt the walls closing in. Mm. He was like... And he just uh, wanted to go out in a blaze of glory or whatever. Like, one last thrill out of yeah, life that's or something. Yeah, not a fun story. Yeah, no. I mean, there are other sort of interesting theories that, I don't know, the fact that the, the floor above where the shooter was staying, the floor above that is where... Um, st- uh, Prince Mohammed bin Salman of Saudi Arabia was like staying that night in the hotel, so people think that there's some connection there. That like mm. it, there was it was like an attempted assassination or something on hmm. him, and mm. then they like covered it up by like shooting into the concert crowd, or he was trying to hit like these big like jet fuel tanks that were like behind basically where the concert was, mm-hmm. but missed and like so shot into the crowd to cover it up. It was somehow like, or like it's a CIA arms deal or something that went bad. And then basically, basically ideas that like shooting into the the concert crowd was like a cover up or something for something else going on. I could see
0: it. Yeah,
1: it's possible. But I, I, I think that those are a lot less likely than it was just uh, I don't know a guy who I uh, just wanted to do it because he uh, didn't have anything else he wanted to do. <laughs> wanted to because he could. He—that's why he did everything.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Rich people are, rich people are psychos. Yeah, they are. Sorry, not sorry to bring down the room.
0: <laughs> bring down the room. Um. What's know. some
1: good news? in your life carly anything no okay we made cookies
0: yeah we made cookies and brownies brownies. today
1: yeah and they're really good
0: they are really good those make me happy yeah so (laughs) okay that's cool
1: yeah um
0: i had mac and cheese and mashed potatoes for breakfast yeah
1: you did it's
0: good Mm -hmm. it's a good breakfast (laughs) Well, breakfast at one thirty p.m. Right. Because that's when I get out of bed. <laughs> so.
2: Well,
1: you know, that's fine. Mm-hmm. To each their own.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, well, okay. so do I don't you wanna... really have anything. All
1: right. Do you want to get life started? Life is kind
0: of boring right now. <laughs> I know. It's really boring. It's very boring. Uh, so I guess we'll just get into it.
1: Okay. We can get into it.
0: How does that sound?
1: Yeah. Sounds okay. great. Cool. You go first.
0: It's me. Um, So I'm doing... Uh, I'm going to do the Jersey Devil.
1: Ooh. Do you Is that know a any... new dance that people are...
0: No, Harry. Oh. Do you know the Jersey Devil at all?
1: Yeah. Well, I know of it. I don't... The
0: I... creature?
1: Yeah. He's my, he's my buddy.
0: Okay. All, all right. right. Well... You want to hear about it or no?
1: No, not really. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we should do a podcast today.
0: Okay. All right. Bye, everyone. This has been...
1: <laughs> no, none, no. Uh...
0: You got to say you're... Keep it. No, you got to say I'm... Keep, I'm
1: still Harry. I've been Harry.
0: I'm still Carly. And
1: this has been...
0: No, none, no.
1: Take it sleazy. Because
0: it's weird out there. Bye. Bye. Sorry, you're trying to do our exit. Yeah, I don't remember the
1: part of the music that goes at the end.
0: I don't know, actually. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know it sounds
2: something <laughs> like that
1: yeah i think that's it yeah okay <laughs> we should put that out as a single <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: yeah, probably. go to the
1: shoot to the top of the charts yeah right, billboard number one number one with a bullet
0: okay now do you want to hear about the jersey devil yeah Since yeah this is I a new hear. episode yeah I all think. right
1: mm-hmm. oh it's a new episode
0: well yeah we ended the last episode oh, okay
1: are, I'm we, just are we rolling? Yeah, we're rolling. Oh hi! Hi, <laughs>
0: hi everyone!
1: <laughs> welcome to, to no, your podcast uh, of podcasts, No
0: Unknowns. I'm Carly. I'm Harry. Uh, welcome. I'm doing the Jersey Devil. Okay. No small talk here. No, no, no. Okay, I'm doing the Jersey Devil for real now.
1: Doing the Jersey Devil. Shut up! It sounds like a dance. No,
0: it's not a dance. Yeah,
1: but it should be. <sighs>
0: <laughs> I'm regretting my decisions on a lot of things right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so in 1735, a Pines resident, Pine Barrens resident, known as Mother Leeds, found herself pregnant for the 13th time. That's
1: too many times. I know.
0: Leeds is the name of one of New Jersey's earliest settlers, and many descendants of the Leeds family can still be found throughout New Jersey to this day. Um, Mm. And they will, they pop up everywhere. They're like, I am a direct uh, descendant from the Jersey Devil. (laughs) And I'm like, that, what? No. You can say, okay. It's it's very strange. I don't get it. Can you? Sorry. Uh, so mother Leeds was not living a wealthy lifestyle and her husband was an alcoholic who didn't really care about her and the other 12 children they had together. So when she found out she was having a 13th kid, -hmm. she (laughs) raised her hands to the heavens and proclaimed, let this one be the devil.
1: Oh. That, you're just asking, you're literally asking for trouble. Yeah,
0: I honestly don't really get how that helps. Why, why would
1: you? <laughs> You've got your hands full already. You what don't want the devil hidden you say, in your house. Just
0: say, die, bitch. Like, I don't know. <laughs> why would you say, let this one be the devil? Okay.
1: Well, uh, you know, I'm sure that she didn't think anything of it when she said it. No. Because people say a lot of things when they're pregnant. <laughs> what? You, you, you last for nine months. You're going to say some stuff.
0: Okay. So Mother Leeds went into labor a few months later, and on a very stormy night, her children and husband huddled together in one room of their Leeds Point home, while local midwives gathered to, del- to deliver the baby in another room. Okay. By all accounts, the birth went routinely, and the 13th Leeds child was a seemingly normal Baby boy.
1: Seemingly.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Within minutes, however, Uh-oh. the baby started to change into a woman.
1: <laughs> into a woman? No. What? <laughs> 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 it
0: started to change. It's a baby boy.
1: Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so it started to change. It started to change. It's clothes?
0: It's clothes? It's
1: I don't know. I, anyway, I you, you're the one. Um within me about moments
0: it. it transformed from a beautiful newborn baby into a hideous creature.
1: Babies are already kind of hideous. Yeah, like they're new, not cute. Fresh born ones. Yeah,
0: they're really ugly, so. Yeah. It sprouted horns from the top of its head.
1: Okay, well, they're not that
0: ugly. (laughs) And talon-like claws tore through the tips of its fingers. That image really bothers me. (laughs) If I think about baby fingers, like, these these (laughs) claws, like, just puncture (laughs) through their little fingers, like, (laughs) that's what I picture it sounding like. Gross. Anyway, um, let's see. What else happened? Leathery bat-like wings came out of its back, and hair and feathers sprouted all over the child's body. Oh, no.
1: Was it, did it stay the same size, though? Just like a no. little baby size? Oh.
0: It, <laughs> it'd be really cute, actually.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: I'd be, like, really happy if that happened to my child. <laughs> I,
1: I don't think I'd be happy. I would prefer it staying... You wouldn't s- love
0: your child?
1: I wouldn't be happy that that happened to it. You okay. can be unhappy that your kid gets the flu, but still love them. Okay. I don't know. Um, I would prefer a normal baby to a devil baby, is okay. all I'm saying.
0: Yeah, me too. So its eyes began glowing bright red as they grew larger, and the body grew larger as it transformed. And then the creature attacked its own mother, oh no. killing her. Oh. Then turned its attention to the rest of the people who witnessed its transformation. Killing them? It flew at them, clawing and biting, voicing unearthly shrieks the entire time. It tore the midwives limb from limb, maiming some and killing others. Oh
1: no! How many midwives?
0: I don't know. The monster then knocked down the door to the next room, where its own father and siblings were, and attacked them all, killing as many as it could. Oh no. Those who survived to tell the tale then watched in horror as the beast sprinted to the chimney and flew up it, destroying it on the way and leaving a pile of rubble in its wake.
1: What we call a reverse Santa Claus.
0: <laughs> the creature then made its escape into the pine barrens. Oh no. Where it has lived ever since. To this day, the creature is known as the Leeds Devil, or the Jersey Devil. Ooh. Cool, right? That is cool. That's it.
1: The end. All right. (laughs)
0: Okay. Uh, So, interesting? Yes. Cool. I watched a recent Lost Tapes episode of this one, Uh and they also said, well, I'll get to that at the end, actually. Okay. Because that's like the main story that that's accepted of what happened. Okay. That happened. Uh-huh. But, uh huh. But there's I think a couple others. Interesting. So, in 18th and 19th centuries, the Jersey Devil was spotted sporadically throughout the Pine Barrens region.
2: Mm.
0: One of the first reported Jersey Devil sightings was in 1812. Joseph Bonaparte, Napoleon Bonaparte's older brother. Oh. Claimed he saw the Jersey Devil while hunting near the Bordentown estate, so his brother was like outlawed, and he came to New Jersey. Right, so that's
1: where you want to go. Yeah, if you're outlawed.
0: Right, so sightings occurred, and the legend grew, uh, fueled by animal attacks, strange footprints, and reports filed by eyewitnesses who supposedly encountered the beast. Hmm. So. The most famous uh sightings were in 1909. Okay. Uh it happened uh the week of January 16th through 2000 no, January 16th through the 23rd. Okay. Oh God. It's a long week. 1909. Yeah I, was say. yeah, I know. 1909. It was like the crazy week of uh sightings okay like everyone was seeing it and it was Mm -hmm. like just so many people were calling in and reporting things okay so um early in the week reports started emerging from all across the delaware valley that strange tracks were being found in the snow the mysterious footprints went over and under fences through fields and backyards and across the rooftops of houses
2: Mm.
0: Uh, They were even reported in the large cities of Camden and Philadelphia. Fear grew even more when it was reported that bloodhounds refused to follow the unidentified creature's trail in hammington Is that how you say that? Yeah. Are you on your phone?
1: Sorry, I was looking something up.
0: Get off your phone. I was looking something up. I was
1: looking up if Bruce Springsteen had any songs about the Jersey Devil.
0: Oh my God. What? Okay. Does he?
1: He's got one at least.
0: Cool.
1: It was a, I was—I was gonna tell you—it's called a, uh, a night with the Jersey Devil. Cool. And go on.
0: Okay. Um, Bloodhounds
1: wouldn't follow it.
0: No. So.
1: Maybe it doesn't have blood.
0: Okay. <laughs> so schools. <laughs> <You> mean, <laughs> schools closed. Just spitball in here. Schools closed. Whoa. Yeah. Or suffered low attendance. Throughout Lower New Jersey and in Philadelphia, uh, mills in the Pine Barrens were forced to close when workers refused to leave their homes and tra- to travel through the woods to get to to their jobs. So it was a bad week. Yeah, eyewitnesses spotted the beast in Camden and in Bristle, Bristol, Bristol,
2: Bristol, Pennsylvania,
0: <laughs> and in both cities police fired on it but did not manage to bring it down Hmm. a few days later it reappeared in camden attacking a late night meeting of a social club and then fly flew away earlier that day it had appeared in haddon heights attacking a trolley car full of passengers Mm -hmm. before flying away Mm -hmm. witnesses claimed that it looked like a large flying kangaroo (laughs) Another trolley car full of people saw it in Burlington when it scurried across the tracks in front of their car. In West Collingswood, it appeared on the roof of a house and was described as an ostrich-like creature. Firemen turned their hose on it, but it attacked them and then flew away. (laughs) The entire week, people reported that their livestock, particularly their chickens, were being Mm. slaughtered. This was most widespread in the towns of Bridgeton and Millville. Hmm. It appeared later in the week in Camden, where a local woman found the beast attempting to eat her dog. She hit it with a broomstick and it flew away. I just picture this little old lady (laughs) walking out, not my little, and it's like a tiny little, (laughs) tiny little dog. And she's like, get, get, like, get out of here. And it didn't even touch her.
1: Yeah yeah
0: yeah so what are you thinking now
1: uh sounds pretty wild yeah okay yeah i don't know i don't know what to make of this
0: okay (laughs) uh while there has not since been another week to match the frequency and intensity of the january 1909 rampage Mm -hmm. numerous sightings of the jersey devil have continued to be reported to this day hmm i think the jersey devil is real okay because of uh the crazy sightings that week
1: yeah that's a weird it's a weird thing to happen all
0: across the state
2: Mm
1: -hmm.
0: which is weird yeah it is
1: it is strange like Mm -hmm. so many of them and yeah all the slaughtered chickens
0: you can also read about about a lot of uh recent sightings people will send them into like weird new jersey or Mm -hmm. something Mm -hmm. uh and they're interesting I'm sure A lot of are. people report, uh, it shrieks.
1: Hmm. Okay.
0: Like, a lot of people are like, I hear it shrieking. Like, hmm. it screams and shrieks.
1: Interesting. What, what are I those don't know, shrieks? know, like a high-pitched
0: okay. scream. Someone said it sounded like a woman was getting murdered. Okay. And so they assumed when they were camping, some woman was being attacked by a bear or was being murdered. Yeah. And then she just didn't really think anything of it again oh. until she went back. <laughs> And like experienced it again, and was like, "That's the Jersey Devil." She saw it this time. Oh, okay. Yeah, but um. also, you think <laughs> a woman is being murdered? She yeah. said she was like eight, so oh, okay. the first time around, she I'd was like still... in her tent in the middle of the night. Hmm. So I I mean, I
1: still don't think I'd think nothing of it.
0: Well, she was like, ah, "It was just a woman being murdered, mauled by a bear." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Oh." okay <laughs> <laughs>
1: i definitely think something of it i might yeah. not think jersey devil of it but right I'd...
0: but apparently it sounds like high-pitched like shrieking
1: okay
2: i
0: so, see yeah maybe
1: it was a jersey devil getting murdered mm-hmm. by a bear no in okay.
0: 1960 be... several residents of may's landing heard horrifying screams in the night uh right. there was no explanation for the noises and people began to panic Hmm. So then police started to hang fly- flyers assuring residents that the Jersey Devil was a hoax. Uh, but a circus owner countered the appeal by <laughs> offering a $100,000 reward for anyone <laughs> who could capture the creature. Hell yeah. No one has received said award. Hmm. I think that same year, some merchants said offered a $250,000 reward for the Jersey Devil. Wow. Yeah. Um, that was in the 60s? yeah i think so Hmm. yeah yeah 60s interesting yeah a bunch of merchants like pitched in Mm because people were like this is insane
1: right huh yeah i wonder what if okay what if the jersey devil is was like made up by the mafia to like cover up like why people are like screaming out in the middle of nowhere in new jersey in the middle of the night
0: oh my god yeah Definitely could be.
1: You know, like how the government does with UFOs and stuff.
0: Yeah. You're right. Um, well, we'll we'll speculate, I think. Okay. More at the end. Okay. Sounds good to me. Oh, Sorry. am I close to the end already? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I really thought this was going to be longer, but, uh.
1: That's all right. I I'm still no. interested.
0: Uh, I have more info to talk about, I guess, but. Well... Um, So, uh, there's been a constant stream of reports over the years of devil encounters. Mm -hmm. Most often people report finding strange, unidentifiable tracks in the sandy soil in desolate areas of the pine barrens. Okay. Some reports claim that there are footprints of a strange bird. Others say that they closely resemble footprint hoof prints, Mm. although whatever it is walks on just two legs. Mm-hmm. While less frequent, there are still occasional reports of people who see more than just tracks and manage to catch a glimpse of the Jersey Devil himself. Mm -hmm. He is most commonly described as having a body of a kangaroo, the head of a dog, the face of a horse, large leathery wings, antlers similar to a deer's, a forked reptilian tail and intimidating claws.
1: Okay. I'm trying I'm trying to picture a head of a dog but face of a horse. I know. And having difficulty.
0: I know, me too. I don't Is really it,
1: get it. So I guess like it has like a long like nose and stuff like a horse. And I guess eyes like that, but the rest it has like dog ears or something?
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't get it. Um I don't know. But I'm going to – so that's, like, mainly uh, what I have. Um, mm-hmm. I, I have another little, like, section here, though. Oh, okay. About – that's, like, what I have about the the Jersey Devil, just in kind of generally. I didn't write any, like, firsthand accounts down because it's pretty much just all, like – so I saw this big beast fly over me, you Yeah. Know? so uh-huh. I just didn't bother reading them. But you can read them all – they're mm-hmm. really easy to find. Okay. Um, but I read a bunch of them. So in two thousand fifteen, uh-huh. the Jersey Devil, um, I don't know, was spotted. Okay. I guess, and I I th- I got this article from the Guardian. Okay. Uh and. I don't think the article's really well written, though. <laughs> okay. um, well, I don't know. It was just kind of weird and didn't make sense to me, but I kind of gathered
2: <laughs> okay. stuff
0: from it that made some sense. Okay, sure. Uh, so the title is, Jersey Devil Sighting Reignite Sighting is not quotes. Right. Uh, reignites excitement, but experts pour cold water. Pssh. And then the little thing underneath the subtitle was like, said... A man from southern New Jersey claims to have captured photographic proof of the fabled creature. Mm-hmm. But few know of the origin story that it involves a loyalist almanac maker, his Benjamin Franklin hating son, and a few opportunistic men.
1: Oh, that, okay. Interesting.
0: So he gets into the, what he says is the real origin story
2: oh. of how
0: the Jersey Devil became a big thing okay and i'll show you the picture and the video that came out in 2015 yeah i want to see that and he says uh, he also he didn't respond to the guardian they they were like they tried to reach out to him and he didn't respond but he mm. he sent it into like weird new jersey dot yeah. com or something uh-huh. and um he says it's not photoshopped or staged in any way okay but uh i think you'll You'll, I'll show you. <laughs> okay. It's It's um, not too convincing. Okay. And um, I am I really not that it. hard to persuade. <laughs> it's not that hard to yeah, convince me of things. So I don't know. And so this story is really interesting. So whenever I was watching Lost Tapes, they said that it was probably, an, it came from old Native American-like mm-hmm. lore. Right. That they had a very similar creature in the new jersey area that they um Uh talked about seeing and um drew right so that's where it came from Uh uh-huh which yeah that could be it
1: so it's always a good bet
0: yeah but this is this is an interesting story okay so brian regal regal what do you think it is probably regal regal um a professor of history at keen keen university i think keen keene university (laughs) may know how to explain it despite nj.com's assertion that for centuries thousands of witnesses have claimed to see a strange winged creature regal told the guardian that the true story of the jersey devil actually involves a vaguely occult almanac maker who was hated for siding with the british empire his son an enemy of benjamin franklin and some entrepreneurs who weren't from jersey at all uh, the Jersey Devil. So the Jersey Devil was originally known as the Leeds Devil right. because of that whole. Well, okay. So right. here's why, here's why he says it was originally known as the Leeds Devil. Yeah. Um, Regal tracked down the name to Daniel Leeds. Uh-huh. So, uh huh. So, a young Quaker who came to America in the late 1600s. Okay. Leeds got involved in government and started writing an almanac. But before long, he earned the um, kind of bad reputation Mm -hmm. uh, from some neighbors who didn't appreciate his interest in pagan ideas Mm -hmm. about uh, astrology, angels, and magic. Okay. Or his allegiance to the royal governor of the colony and the British in general. So, for his politics and peculiarities, okay. a, Regal said local Quakers accused Leeds of quote evil, end quote, and wrote pamphlets with titles like quote Satan's Harbinger is that how you say that? Mm-hmm. Harbinger encountered, being something by way of answer to Daniel Leeds. Oh. End quote. <laughs> um
1: is there- meaner quakers than you
2: usually hear about (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) so this starts off as kind of a political thing rather than uh as a witchcraft occult thing okay uh at the time to accuse someone of being the devil was the worst thing you could do and that's what they were doing they were like making pamphlets saying that he was the literal devil right um yeah so
1: being the devil is a pretty bad thing to be
0: so Leeds' son titan took over the almanac and slapped the family crest on it okay a three a th- okay the crest was three dragon-like creatures on the cover ah. like his father well, like his father titan did not have a knack for politics so he quickly made enemies with a young franklin who was also producing an almanac and who happily ridiculed his rival and jokingly predicted his death oh. Um, when Titan Leeds died, Franklin uh-huh. recast him as a kind of devilish ghost and, quote, by the end of the 19th century, the story had pretty much gone extinct. Nobody re- really knew about it, Regal said. The hmm. story of the almanac maker and right how huh. the, he was the devil.
1: That's interesting.
0: And um, right, so it seems that... Uh, since then, the memory of the Leeds family's quirks and, um, you know, the hatred of them <laughs> yeah. may have mixed with all manner of tall tales carried on by what Regal called, quote, a bunch of hardcore old timers in the Pine Barrens. <laughs> End quote. Um, so... He says that it's based on this story. Yeah. That it kind of came out of this story. Uh Um, Uh-huh. So the transformation of the story was uh, was well underway by 1859 when The Atlantic published a reporter's account of stories he heard in The Barrens. Okay. And that tale tells of Mother Leeds consorting with the devil of pine rats descended from tories and guzzling local whiskey and of a stormy night on which one woman saw the devil or maybe happened under the influence of liquid jersey lightning uh, to invest a pine stump or possibly a belated bear with diabolical attributes and a satanic voice okay that was all a quote (laughs) okay sorry that's why it sounded kind of weird this story is hard to the 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 article was not very good <laughs> it was very confusing and i'm like wait what <laughs> sorry so that's when it kind of started to uh transform i guess oh uh, yeah uh-huh when like, the atlantic published a reporter's accounts of stories he heard in the right and so
1: like some a bunch of oh, things kind, kind of, kind of, of got the... like mixed up mixed together like very different stories there mm-hmm
0: uh-huh. uh
2: uh
1: that's interesting.
0: Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, I never... So, that's how... The, he says that's how the story got started. Right. So, but the, the the whole, like, craze of the Jersey Devil mm-hmm. in 1909, he says, started because um, the these guys in Philadelphia who owned a dime museum...
1: A dime museum.
0: Yeah, guys at a dime museum. Okay. Um, they uh put out a flyer that said they caught the Jersey Devil.
1: Uh huh.
0: And that you could come oh, pay to see it.
1: Like a, okay, like a a not a, not a museum of dimes, but a museum that like costs a, a dime. dime to get. Okay.
0: A dime museum. Right. <laughs> um. So. Then people were like, oh my gosh, so then the Jersey Devil became like a big thing. Right. And then all the sightings and rewards and it just kind of took off from there.
2: Yeah, I guess. that. And that's
0: the craze that happened. Sure. Uh, so this guy says, they just hear this legend of a monster and think this would be a great way to drum up people to visit their dime museum.
1: Makes sense. So yep. that's
0: why it turned into like a really big story in the 1900s. Yeah. Because these guys kind of heard rumblings of this mm-hmm. story right. from back in the day. Yeah. And then they're and then like, Oh, so they like put out an ad that was like, Yeah, we caught the Jersey Devil, like come come look. Yeah. uh uh-huh. You then... can still see it. It's very they're like, It's crazy, it's huge, it's uh <laughs> the devil. Like and... that,
1: you can still see the ad that they put out?
0: Yeah, oh. you can find uh-huh. pictures of like the newspaper. It's cool. And it's pretty cool. Um but yeah, so he kind of goes, so mm-hmm. that's that's so, what he says is the origin right. story. It started with someone like in the Leeds family because the right. Le- Leeds were actually like a, a real part of the pine barren uh uh-huh. community right or whatever but, like
1: people didn't like them and so they started like saying that he's the devil that it was stuff. like
0: witchcraft and, and the like devil and and benjamin. then their uh almanac had like a creature dragony creature on the front yeah and then benjamin franklin had a rival with one of them and like kind of gossiped about him and said that he was like devilish yeah and then like this the whole story just kind of got forgotten after that those guys died right and then uh but then, uh, you know, rumblings of it still kind of, yeah, rumors no. kind of kept going around about it. Right. And then the Atlantic made an article about the Jersey Devil that was like, oh, this is what I heard when I went to the Pine Barrens.
1: Mm-hmm. It was
0: a different story, but kind of similar, but not really. Mm-hmm. Anyway.
1: Right. Different. Yeah. No, that's cool. I'd, I'd, I'd never. <sighs> <laughs> what? <laughs>
0: It was a mess. I'm sorry. This article sucked.
1: <laughs> well, you your retelling of it was interest was very interesting. No,
0: I tried to like pull from it, but a lot of it didn't make any sense. And oh. I'm like, this is not a good article. <laughs> I'm
1: sorry. That's too bad. I know. I'm am sorry you had to suffer through that for us.
0: I'm sorry you had to suffer through me talking about it. <laughs> Let's just record it. Re-record it.
1: Um, we could.
0: No. So what do you think? I thought that was yeah no that's interesting because I had never heard of the other like more likely origin story of it.
2: Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. But do, a lot of the any...
0: descendants are like, oh, I'm a direct descendant of Mother Leeds, but mm-hmm. they don't even know who that person is. They just call her Mother Leeds. Right. But they could be a descendant from like the Leeds family, but there's actually a lot of Leeds families. Right In that area because sure. a lot of people who came over and like settled there mm-hmm. had the last name Leeds or something. <laughs> right. I don't know. And I'm
1: sure they all had mothers. So
0: <laughs> Right. So everyone's like, oh, I'm a direct descendant of the Jersey Devil because their last name is Leeds. Right. And I'm like, no, I don't think that's how that works. <laughs> but some people who are descendants of the the actual lead uh, people who are in that story mm-hmm. are also... But that's who it tracks back to. Right. The first lead family that came, the Quakers in the 1600s. So that's what it uh, cool. tracks back to. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, that's really interesting.
0: Yes. And then, yeah. <laughs> okay. That's it. That's all I got. Do you want to see the picture in the video? Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. You we were going to show me that. Yeah, I do. Okay. Oh, uh, it's, it's <laughs> I can't wait to see it. Um,
0: I'll show you the pictures first. Okay, good. One of them is just like a screen grab of the video, and then one of them is like a picture that someone apparently took. Okay. Uh,
1: okay, good. Are they... Um, and these are from 2015? 2015, 2015 yeah. Sent them to weird New Jersey? Yeah. Okay.
0: Um, Let me find it. Jersey oh, okay. devil <laughs> photo hmm uh here is one of them (laughs) okay
1: Uh, wait let me see that again yeah it looks like well okay that doesn't look very big to begin with That looks like the size of like a like a miniature horse maybe Uh uh-huh it looks like a miniature horse with wings and
0: it's got some antlers on it. Yeah, maybe some some uh, stuff on its head. Here is this picture.
1: Oh, which
0: is more that's... realistic? This comes from the video, but
1: that doesn't look like the same. When
0: you see the video thing, it's not at all <laughs> like. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> okay, hang on. Okay, let me find this. Mm. Uh. Oh, there we go. Okay, so I found it. Ready? Yeah. Are you ready for this?
1: (laughs) I can't wait. Okay. Okay. And what do we have? What do we got here? (laughs) Okay. It looks like a miniature horse with fairy wings now.
0: No, it looks like someone strapped like a toy onto the back of a stuffed animal, right?
1: Yes, it does. Oh, okay. Let me see oh yeah that looks (laughs) um, amazing
0: (laughs) so these are separate apparently someone else took this video okay and then someone named like david black took those photos
1: interesting okay
0: and they were both in 2015 that's why i think i got confused about it but we'll link it because it's ridiculous
1: it is good
0: I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> no, I, I laughed so hard. I was so excited to see it until I saw it. And I'm like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Right. Isn't and, uh, that so dumb?
1: Yeah, I loved it.
0: I hate that articles actually came out about that. I'm like, <laughs> no, it's just a stuffed animal with like electronic, some sort of toy wing on it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how oh, it happened.
2: Great.
0: Some people are in this guy who like... This person who took the video was like, it's not fake. Like, I didn't stage it. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, you did. It oh, does not look real.
2: That's hilarious. At all. I love it. I love it.
0: Yeah. Okay, so that's all I got. That was a lot of odd ramblings. But uh, do you have any questions? I hope not. Yes. What what's the question?
1: Have you seen the X-Files episode about the Jersey Devil?
0: No. Have you? Yes. Is it good?
1: I remember it being good. Mm-hmm. It's been a while.
0: I first got interested in the Drew the Devil just because of the lore epi- uh, podcast episode. Mm-hmm. And he tells the story really well, <laughs> so, as usual. Once again, if and you would again... <laughs> like to listen to
1: a good podcast,
0: a really well researched <laughs> podcast. <laughs> um no but really it was really good it was very fascinating and i have it in a book over there i think you yeah, have
1: the jersey devil in a book over there
0: the story of it oh cool i thought it was cool good the baby that turned into the devil
1: oh that story in one of those books yes that's cool
0: oh, um, so yeah it's pretty and i think it's interesting the fact that so many people have seen it but also there's so many different origin stories I don't really know.-hmm. <laughs> but a lot of New Jerseyans hey, believe it's real.
1: Maybe it's real. Um, the origin story is fake of the being a 13th child of Mother Leeds. That's not real. But the beast itself.
0: It doesn't sound real. No. I don't get how people believe that. I'm like, mm, no. <laughs> it sounds fake to me.
1: It wasn't actually her thirteenth child, and it didn't it it didn't transform within minutes. It was like what her,
0: if it was just like a really ugly baby that they were like ew, and then they and threw then it they out threw the it window. In the
1: woods and like Into and then the it grew woods. up and it looked. I feel all like weird. I've heard
0: that story. Like there was a woman who had this real ugly baby who was like the devil, and mm-hmm. then she like got rid of it, and then it it just kind of stayed in the forest, right, and like hurt people. I don't know. Maybe that's just different. Anyway, um, what's your topic, Harry? I'm done <laughs> saying dumb things for the night. I'm going to drink my hard cider.
2: Okay, good. Mm.
1: I am going to talk about a conspiracy. Yes. Not just yes, a theory, yes. but a real, true conspiracy.
0: Cool. You know, I should have done a better research job of the Jersey Devil. <laughs> Everyone knows the Jersey Devil. It's a very popular topic. I should have done some real well, we can, deep digging. We can but I feel like I did an okay job. No. I did, did very great. surface level stuff. Well you know? we can
1: I mean now we've in now we've introduced anyone who may have not heard of it before or not known much anything about it. And now in the future you can do a deeper dive, a more re, a more in depth research into it. You're into right. Into the devil. You're right. And so you won't have to spend as much time going over the basics, you
0: know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Sorry. You so, can continue. Conspiracy. Be on the
1: lookout. I'm talking about the business plot.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, I don't know what that is at all.
1: I know. It sounds like something Sounds that... like
0: a movie. A PG-13 movie (laughs) right romantic comedy almost but has some action in it
1: okay i can see that it sounds it sounds to me like something that like three kids in a trench coat would say that they're if you ask them what they're up to they'd be like we're doing a business (laughs) plot
2: (laughs) (laughs) it sounds
1: like the sort of like conspiracy that vincent Adultman from bojack horseman i was would just be gonna talk
0: about him i'm like remember that guy who falls in <laughs> love <laughs> oh my god uh
1: okay anyway the business plot i'll do you know that netflix show money heist
0: i've heard of it yeah i've never seen, I've it. Never
1: seen it either i can't i can't get past the name of it mm-hmm.
2: money
0: <laughs> it sounds stupid
1: i know but it just the is it good business, i have no idea the
0: business plot it, it sounds like a show
1: reminds me of yeah it reminds me of money heist mm-hmm. anyway
0: i picture it being in like the 80s okay and I, I picture um what's his face oh god why can't i think of his name very popular actor
1: Okay, there are a lot the of The most
0: popular actor you can think of. Tom Hanks. No, besides Tom Hanks. Tom Cruise. No, not Tom Cruise.
1: Uh, uh, Brad oh. Brad Pitt.
0: No, not Brad Pitt.
1: George Clooney.
0: No, the one that never won the that couldn't win the Oscar.
1: Leonardo DiCaprio? Leonardo DiCaprio.
0: <laughs> you know, I kept thinking of old-timey names, and I was like, <laughs> it's an old-timey name. Oh, God, it's late. <laughs> right oh god the
1: business plot i can see
0: him being in it the the business in the 80s okay
1: or i was saying the business yeah the business plot is like the 80s like straight to uh v straight to vhs like knockoff of the wolf the wolf of wall street yes
0: yes 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 i agree with this okay okay i can just see him being in it i don't know why the business (laughs) plot he wears like a suit that's maybe a little too big for him.
1: <laughs> well, that's not what the business plot is. The business plot okay, is not in the 80s, and it's not a movie.
0: Is it not funny? It's
1: a little bit funny. Okay, it can, great. can be, depending on...
0: Sorry, you should get into this. People are probably like, what the hell is this? Is it a movie? <laughs> I'm confused. It's a conspiracy, everyone. Remember that.
1: Right. It's a real excuse me anyway (laughs) so when fdr was elected president in 1932 that's good
0: was it 32 yeah yes (laughs) i know history i took a history class on fdr oh yeah you did i did yeah well i took a history class of 1930s or something so all we talked about it was like history of the 1930s. It was very specialized, uh-huh. so all we right. talked about was... It was that, like
1: the 1930s and the New Deal. And the was New that, Deal.
0: Was... So we talked about like the New Deal nice. and FDR and then the Dust Bowl. It all, was like... All very relevant. All, it was a really good class. I thought I was going to hate it. Uh-huh. I learned a lot. Okay. Anyway, Yeah, continue.
1: oh, good. Anyway, uh, so FDR... Well, you you know all about. He promised a radical new deal for the American he did, people.
0: He did. He did. He did. That he would did.
1: not only lift the nation out of the Great Depression, but forever after, um, but forever no, forever alter the balance of power in American economic, political, and social life.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Okay. You with me so far?
0: Yeah. He was a good guy. Yeah.
1: Except for the like. Japanese internment camps thing. Okay, yeah. But nobody's perfect.
0: No. I, I don't know. I, I yeah, no, like a good guy. And then I was like, well, I mean, he was probably like an average guy. Yeah. I don't know. Just keep going. I want to know more <laughs> about this. The bed okay. is really squeaky. Everyone, I don't know why. I'm, I don't Can know. Can anyone hear this? Well, it's not. really so. If you hear squeaking, it's just I think the bed frame is loose or something, or
1: it's a little mouse that lives in my <laughs> pocket
0: oh in your pocket yeah oh right here. that's so cute he comes
1: out sometimes
2: oh
1: he's like squeaks into the microphone
0: oh he's a cutie <laughs> i love him yeah he's nice mike mike the mice yeah that's his name <laughs>
1: it's spelled the same as mice but you pronounce it with a hard c
0: <laughs> <laughs> we are going off the rails I don't know what this is about at all.
1: Carly's had half a cider and <laughs> she's getting wild. It
0: is half. I like literally drank half of this. <laughs> I've also had a lot of cookies. Ever. Right.
1: Okay. I think it's I'm mostly sorry. the sugar.
0: <laughs> okay. Keep going.
1: Okay. Um, okay. So his plans to regulate big business, to invest massively in public works programs, and to guarantee jobs and subsidies to poor people had Wall yes, Street yes, spooked.
2: Yes. Um,
1: the rich businessmen of America were scared of what would happen if ordinary people became empowered. Yeah. And when on April 19th, 1933, the uh, Roosevelt administration abandoned the gold standard, they feared that the millions of dollars they had hoarded would soon become worthless. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so a small group of businessmen decided that in these drastic times, they needed to take drastic me- measures. Mm-hmm. So they began forming a plot to overthrow the government of the United States.
0: Wait, so a bunch of rich people? Yeah. Just This is real?
1: Yeah. In the, okay. You know, like in the early 30s, they're like...
0: Everyone had their hat on. <laughs> what? Everyone wore hats in the 30s, Everyone I had feel their... like.
1: Yeah, I think you're right. There's a big hat. There's a big time for Hats.
0: Hats. black and white yes everyone i'm picturing everyone black and white screen Mm -hmm. everyone has hats on
1: (laughs) everyone was black and white back then and everything
0: yeah you can keep going now
1: okay so uh here's where i'm I'm gonna introduce the hero of our story um major general smedley butler what
0: smedley yeah is his first name yeah smedley yeah but butler yeah it's the worst name <laughs> smedley smedley that's not a weird that's not a real name that's a <laughs> it's weird his name, name. Smedley or smedley smedley that's weird <laughs> sounds like medley yeah but with an s
1: one of my my uncle's friends who i used who would come with us on fishing trips
0: uh he his, his, nickname yeah. his nickname was smedley friend
1: yeah
0: nickname was smedley yeah who is this man?
1: He's Smedley. Okay. He's an odd he's an odd man.
0: <laughs> yeah, I would assume you're like this my uncle's uh friend who came on fishing trips with us. That doesn't sound good. His nickname was Smedley. And he was an odd man. Yeah.
1: He wasn't oh, no. that weird. He was pretty normal.
0: Okay.
2: Okay. He's Wait, still
0: I alive, have, I think. I have to pee. I need to pause this. Oh, okay. All right, I'm back. I'm done. <laughs> okay. You can continue with your movie. Okay.
1: What was... I thought you were going to throw that at me.
0: No, I'm eating pizza. I I'm going to throw pizza at you. I
1: don't know. It just seemed like you were throwing it at me.
0: No, I was rearranging myself.
1: I see. Okay. Um, Smedley Butler uh major general smedley butler of the united states marine corps retired smedley was born july 30th 1881 in westchester pennsylvania Mm -hmm. so i guess this kind of is an 80s story (gasps) except the 1880s and also he was just born that year and it has nothing else to do with the 80s cool um uh, he had an illustrious military career starting when he left school 38 days before his 17th birthday to join the Marine Corps during the Spanish-American War, uh, lying about his age to receive a commission as a second lieutenant. Mm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and when he retired in 1931, he was the most decorated Marine ever, having received 16 medals over the course of his 34-year career. Wow! Um, five of them for... Like, bravery, and he's, like, the only person ever to get, um, the only Marine ever to get both, like, two Medals of Honor and the Brevet Medal for hmm. all for different occasions, basically. Oh,
0: wow. I know. More medals than I have.
1: I know, I don't have any.
0: <laughs> How many do you have? None.
1: Oh. Cool. Yeah. You got any badges? Any patches?
0: Well you mean, like? Girl Scout badges? Yeah, those count. Yeah, I got some patches. Nice. Yeah. I bet,
1: right. you, I bet you got more Girl Scout patches than he does. Probably. Um, I was
0: actually a brownie, not a Girl Scout. Oh. Anyway.
1: You. How could you lie mm-hmm. to me like that? Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, he was a nationally known figure, beloved by his fellow veterans. Um, his father and his maternal grandfather had both been Republican congressmen. Mm. And then Butler himself ran in the 1932 Republican primary for one of Pennsylvania's Senate seats. Mm. Um, so, uh, it makes sense that even though he had recently, he had been critical of Herbert Hoover, um, a group opposing president Roosevelt would, then would seek out his support. um, oh yeah also no
0: one liked hoover yeah i know we talked about herbert hoover a little bit in Mm -hmm. my class but it was mainly like literally no one liked hoover
1: yeah anyone
0: who ran against herbert hoover would have won
2: Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) yeah smedley butler he went to um well when he was like running for senate he was like campaigning hard on like veteran the veteran bonus things, the veteran's benefits and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then in July of 1932, he, he gave a speech to the Bonus Army, which was camped out in Washington. And then that, like, also raised his popularity. And that's where he, like, he called himself an, a Hoover for ex-president Republican.
0: Hmm. Mm-hmm. Hoover for president ex-what?
1: Hoover for ex-president republican oh hoover
0: for ex-president republican right okay
1: so i'm a you know like i'm a never trump republican or i'm a warren democrat or something anyway um okay anyway so he's
0: did you need to slap your knee like that no look at what that did i'm sorry all right continue
1: Okay, so Smedley's real popular with the troops and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. So on July first, nineteen thirty-three, two men approached Smedley. Mm-hmm. They were Ger- Gerald C. McGuire, a bonds salesman, and Bill Doyle, who was the commander of the Massachusetts American Legion at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and so at this first meeting with them McGuire and Doyle apparently asked Butler to attend the American Legion convention to be held the next year in Chicago and to throw his hat in the ring for the running to be a Legion president Mm. Mm -hmm. Um, so Butler says that from what he gathered they wanted to install him as leader in order to weaken Roosevelt's influence with the soldiers and he said, um, but he said that he wasn't interested in attending the convention and they had, and that he, he hadn't even been invited. Um, so I didn't care about going or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then McGuire and Doyle respond to this by saying that, um, the distinguished guest committee of the Legion had put his name down to be invited But that when they had taken the list to the White House, one of the secretaries to the president had crossed his name out specifically, (laughs) saying that the president wouldn't have it. Um, And so this story, like, raised Smedley's suspicion. Um, He said later, "Um, I thought I smelled a rat right away, that they were trying to get me mad to get my goat. Like, they're trying to pull some, I don't know, they're trying to get him to, like, not like the president anymore. Is this
0: the Hoover? Hoover?
1: No, this was after Roosevelt was elected.
0: Oh. So
1: they're like, see, FDR doesn't even like you. He didn't want you, he, he like, didn't want you to go to the American Legion Convention yeah. to, to get him to, like, be against him. He had, he'd, like, been, when he was, like, running for uh, Senate and stuff, he'd been, like, kind of pro-Roosevelt and stuff. I mean, since he was against Hoover. um, But these people were trying to, like, turn him against him mm-hmm. to get him to uh, be on their side.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, okay. So then a few days later, Doyle and McGuire came back to Butler's house and presented him with a new plan that like, instead of coming to the convention as like a, a, a distinguished guest or as a delegate or something, he would just come as like an ordinary, like spectator in the crowd. Um, but he would bring with him two or 300 other vets who then would be like dispersed around the audience um, and then at like a designated time, they would all start like yelling and like raising a big ruckus and calling for him to go up and give a speech. Um, mm. And so, and like so, Butler would take the podium and start giving a speech. Um, and then he asked, like, "What speech am I supposed to be giving?" Um, and well, it turns out McGuire and Doyle had one typed up for him, what? <laughs> uh, in which it, um, in which he would he 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 would urge the legion to adopt a resolution calling on the government to readopt the gold standard um so in this speech that he was supposed to give so that when veterans were paid the bonus promised to them the money they received would not be worthless paper um but this also raised butler's suspicions about their motives um he uh, uh he McGuire and Doyle told him that they had raised like $64,000 to get these like two to three hundred like secret people into the convention, like on yeah. their side. Or, um, um, and then Butler and that, um, the biggest contributor had given $9,000 to them. And so Butler commented on this later, um, well, I knew that people who had $9,000 to give away here were not in favor of the bonus. Um, and that looked fishy right away. Oh, so that, that didn't convince him either to okay. go to the American Legion convention and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so then he was still like, he didn't know what these guys were up to exactly still. So he went and met with Robert Sterling Clark, who was the heir to the Singer Corporation fortune, like the the sewing machine yeah, company yeah, and yeah. others things, but that's what I mostly know them for. Yeah. So he's a super rich, just super rich guy and like art collector and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I we went to him and Clark also attempted to get Butler to read the speech at the Legion convention. And he told Butler, um, I have got $30 million. I do not want to lose it. I am willing to spend half of the 30 million to save the other half.
2: What? <laughs> and okay. that he,
1: has, he is willing to spend any amount of money. To make or up to fifteen million dollars, I guess, to make sure that um, Roosevelt's New Deal does not go into effect. Um, mm. uh, but Butler didn't end up going to the convention. He said, oh. "No, I don't. I don't want to be involved with you guys or anything, or involved with your plans." Mm-hmm. Um, but the the resolution to call for the gold standard to be readopted did go through at the convention as part of the, like the legions. I don't know, asks what, what they wanted.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, uh, then, so then the next year in August of 1934, he heard from Maguire again. Um, McGuire had been traveling around Europe, like studying other veterans organizations and like Italy and Germany. And then in France, he discovered the Croix de Fieux in France, um, which was like this massive veterans organization, supporting like nationalist and like fascist policies in France, mm-hmm. as well as like, they were like pro Hitler in Germany and Mussolini in Italy. I like, really like them. So Maguire told Butler that he wanted to create a similar organization in America. Um, uh, so, and Butler says, he asked, I said, what do you want to do with it when you get it up? And Maguire said, well, uh, we want to support the president. Uh, Butler said, since when did you become a supporter of the president? The last time I talked to you, you were against him. And McGuire said, well, he's going to go along with us now, is what McGuire said. Hmm. Um, So McGuire wanted Butler to, like, form and to lead this new, like, fascist organization that would march into Washington of, like, 500,000 men to march into Washington to seize power from FDR basically Mm -hmm. um they would keep roosevelt like as a figurehead basically just as a guy to like go to bridge openings and kiss babies and stuff Mm -hmm. um but then but it would like really be controlled by butler and his giant like former soldiers organization okay Mm mm-hmm uh, McGuire told them that they had already raised $3 million now and that they could easily raise another 300000 300, to support this coup. Um, and so Butler took his story to a reporter who had once been his secretary, um, This was Paul Comley French. Uh, French reached out to McGuire, and then McGuire told French that he believed that a fascist state was the only answer for America and that he believed Butler was the ideal man to lead such a movement as he, quote, could organize a million men overnight. Hmm. Um, then Butler took his story to the McCormick-Dickstein Committee, um, which is at later basically became the House and American Activities Committee. Um, And then at first, when his testimony was released, um, it was, like, ridiculed in the press as, like, lies and, like, total, like, fantasy. But then after the committee conducted its investigation, it, like, confirmed everything that he was saying was true. was that, like, tons of, like, elite business people were trying to form an organization that would uh yeah install a fascist shadow government basically in the u.s yeah um but it never really got off the ground at all basically But there
0: was a whole plan there
1: was like a whole plan of like um it would seem to be this maguire guy was trying to get butler in but they were also trying to get um another um douglas macarthur into it um people like jp morgan were supposedly involved and like tons of other business leaders and stuff at the time rich dudes (laughs) um yeah it was but smedley butler was like no i don't want to i don't want to be involved in that i like democracy Mm -hmm. i'm a troop um around this time he also was becoming less of a republican it seemed um he was becoming more critical he was like criticizing capitalism in public a lot um then in 1935 he released a book called war is a racket where he like decried like the like war profiteering of like american corporations and like the the, mo- the imperialist motives of the U.S. getting into overseas wars and stuff. Hmm. And then in 1936, he apparently, like, wrote in the uh, socialist candidate for president rather than voting for FDR again. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, so he had an interesting journey through politics.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, so that's hmm. the business plot. That's cool. A... A... It's not the most interesting conspiracy since it never got past any kind of planning stage, but <laughs> well, it's <laughs> it's something, yeah. You know, normally yeah. I'm like fully into any plan to overthrow the government.
2: But,
0: well, uh, not any plan, yeah. But
1: this one was a bad one.
0: Yeah,
1: not a good one. <laughs> I mean, also poorly executed because they apparently didn't know Smedley Butler very well. He also yeah. w- would. He, he also
0: kind of said no.
1: Yeah, he was also he like fell really fell apart. Yeah, I know. He was uh, their idea to like <laughs> get him to like run for American Legion president was also not well thought out. As and
0: he didn't even show up.
1: <laughs> I know he was like. He also was like a really against the American Legion. He thought they were like just like j- only existed to like for uh, for union busting purposes and stuff or strike breaking. Hmm. Um, as they had been, I mean, they were like financed at the beginning by um, this guy McGuire's like boss. I don't remember his name, mm-hmm. um, but he was like a wealthy like millionaire finance guy, and the you uh, uh, know the the American Legion was or and is really like anti anti leftist and anti labor and stuff, hmm. mm-hmm. and so he was I don't know. The Business plot
2: <laughs> starring
1: Leo <laughs> DiCaprio coming Leo DiCaprio. straight to VHS mm-hmm. in a video store in a blockbuster near you.
0: In a family video near you. Yeah. I never went to a blockbuster. I, don't, I only went to family video.
1: I don't know if I, I probably was in a blockbuster. I feel like I never
0: I've... even knew Blockbuster existed. Really? No, because <laughs> family videos are what Central Illinois has. Yeah. Everywhere. Everywhere. Mm-hmm. Everywhere has a family video. Yeah,
1: there weren't that many blockbusters ever.
0: I don't remember there being. No, we always went to. Family I remember video. one
1: on University in Peoria. It was like what? near. It was near Steak and Shake.
0: There's a Steak and Shake on you uni- Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. There was a there was a blockbuster there. I guess I never went near, near that area. Yeah, I remember there being one sort of near
1: there. I don't remember exactly.
0: Um, well, I went to the one I in. Feel
1: uh, like, I don't know. There were other ones.
0: I almost worked at Family Video Mm -hmm. one summer. Remember that? Yeah, I remember that. I got hired there and then I took a different job at a daycare instead. I should have worked at Family Video. (laughs) I like really wanted to work at Family Video. I think the daycare was offering me more hours and more money. (laughs) And so I was like, okay. Yeah. Which I was working like 40 hours a week at that daycare. Anyway, I wanted to work at Family Video (laughs) really badly. (laughs) 'Cause I really like family video. <laughs> I do. So I almost worked at like a blockbusters type store.
1: <laughs> well that's cool.
0: In Pekin, Illinois. <laughs> um yeah. All right. That's all I got.
1: Cool. I think that that's Do you have anything it. else? I don't think so.
0: My scrap can is going very well. Good. You know.
1: Yeah, I know. It looks really cool.
0: It looks, it's looking good.
1: Yeah, I know. I It's getting, it's cozy and nice. Yeah. Um, you know, if you, uh, I don't know. Yep. We'll post a picture when it's done, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. People deserve to know.
0: People deserve to see it.
1: We are a podcast about transparency.
0: Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, that's all I got. All right. Cool. Yeah, we got over an hour. Nice. Yippee
1: that's that's the known unknowns guarantee no
0: it's not no. Don't say that okay don't say that last week our episode was like 45 we'll minutes we'll give
1: you an episode of almost an hour most of the time mm-hmm. that you can count on it you can take that to the bank
0: all right well this has been known unknowns
1: i'm harry
0: i'm still carly
1: and this has been
0: known unknowns
1: uh take it easy but take it
0: Because it's weird out there. Bye.